Hello, everybody. I'm not in my regular studio as uh, I got what we call COVID 2022. First time for me. So I decided to give the lectures from my, uh, from actually from my room because I would like to share some information uh, as I do usually every Monday. We know that um, this week parasha it's called Ekev. And we know that Ekev as the Zohar explained to us, you know, the whole concept of Ekev has to do with the heel, meaning the bottom, the bottom of the body. And uh, according to Mekubalim, according to the Kabbalist, you know, the old Tikkun, the old correction of from beginning of time till the end of time, it's going to the, according to the body of, of, of a human being. So meaning the Kobash Lema, the whole idea of Komash uh, Lema, we are talking about, you know, from the skull all the way to your feet. That's called a tikkun, <clears throat> a tikkun mushlam of everything. So because the the the, the Rishonim, the, the Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Avoteinu, they all already corrected most of the part. And then after them, you know, Moshe Aaron, Etzach Vehod, and they, they did the tikkun. And uh, of course, uh, what we left with is the, <laughs> it, it doesn't sound good, is the foot. We're supposed to, to correct the foot. You know, that's the, the bottom part of, of, of the body. That's why it's called Ikveta de Bishikta. That's, what, that's why this time is calling the, the Akev of the Mashiach, the heel of the Mashiach. That's what it's called. Now, why is it called Ikveta de Bishikta? Because in this time, we are here to correct all the parts that need to be corrected, you know what, it's from the bottom. Now we need to understand that bottom, I mean the business of the bottom, we really need to, of the Akev, the Tikkun said, you know, a person should be worried about their Tikkun on Dvarim Sha'adam Dorech Ve'akevav. A person step on with the Akev, when a person step on the Akev, meaning he step on thing, which seem not so important. You know, normally the thing that below our foot is the thing that not seem to be important. So we know, we know that uh, to get, to get to a place like that, that the person is more aware of, of thing that, you know, you dash be ikvotav, the thing that you are, cannot step on thing and disrespect. You cannot step on people. You cannot step on mitzvot. You cannot step on thing that meant to do good for you and for the world. You cannot step on it. So it say in the Zohar of Ekev, it say in the Tikkun Zohar about Ekev, you have to be more aware of the thing that don't seem to be that important. And in the moment you're gonna be start to be more aware of those small things that not seem to be that important. Everything which is very important for you will start happening. So ekev meaning the heel, the foot. Al kol dvarim shadam dash for all the things that the person is step on. With his, with his food. That's what the Zohar says. So when you look at the parasha of Ekev, it's a, another thing that I want to share with you. I'm so happy to do it uh, while I'm home, you know, in my room, uh, so I can teach a little bit something 
you know, from the Zohar. And uh, there's a change coming, I'm sure you know, a spiritual change coming. It's a global spiritual change. It's a change that we will unify everybody. All religion, all people, everybody would be one. But before that, we have to recognize the difference between one another and still love each other with the difference. <coughs> So it says in chapter 8, verse 1, All the mitzvah, asher anuchim tzavcha, all the mitzvah that I command you to do, because I want you to continue to be alive. Because if you do that, you're going to come and conquer the land. Or I shouldn't say conquer, it's not the right translation, I'm sorry. Inherit it. You will have the land as you inherit the land that God swore to you. Well, what is he saying here? He's telling us if you want to inherit something, you have to find the mitzvah that attached to it. If you don't know the mitzvah that's attached to it, you're not going to get what you want. You're going to get the fake things of what you want or something that look like similar to that. The wrong soulmate, but it looked like your soulmate. The wrong amount of money, but it looked like the right amount of money. The wrong kind of doctor or healer, but it looked like it. Because it's all about what type of mitzvah is attached and corresponding for the thing that you want. For example, uh, people want to make money. We know what the mitzvah is attached to it. Washing your hand. Your hand is the money because you have 10 finger. And 10 finger, it's in Hebrew, eser. And eser is the same word as osher. Osher means wealth. So when you wash your hand with the right meditation, you wash away the cover for the money. That money starts to flow. So every mitzvah is corresponding do something that you wish or want. Uh, love, uh, soulmate. Uh, you have to find uh, your worst enemy and find one good thing about him. And that opened the gate of love. So that's called love the neighbor as yourself. Or it's attached to the mitzvah. Uh, you're not allowed to hold the grudge or revenge. All the mitzvot are in the Torah. I'm not going to mention all the 613. It's on Google. You just go and, and see if, if it's working for you. Because eventually all people will be making 613 mitzvot, not just Jewish people. Jewish people right now, they are just representative of that. They are supposed to be the example. I mean, at least most of them, supposed to be the example of how to do it, what to do it, and then people look at them, and then they say, hey, listen, I think I'm, I'm in. Today, if you want to make 613 mitzvot, you have to be a Jew. And if you are not Jewish and you make the mitzvot, it, it can hurt you, actually. It's not the best thing for you. Why is that? I mean, what's different? Human is human. Well, we are different. We are different. I mean, we like it. I hate it. As I say in the beginning of the lecture, you know, 
we are in a time of change now, and we have to accept the difference between us, but at least understand we are different. Every soul has a different responsibility. Not everybody has the same. Then you should never get jealous that you are not like this or like that. If your responsibility is small or, or big, small responsibility can be bigger than bigger <laughs> responsibility. Because if, if you understand how important it is, the responsibility that comes from, from God, you know, then you will look at it in a different way. But if you think the responsibility was your brother or your sister or your other religion friend as better than you, then you don't believe in God. You believe in justice. Justice is not God. Justice is one of the weapons of God. God is only completion. It's shalom. It's complete. It's peace. It's everything one. So when God command one person to do that much or that much, it's the same because the painter is the same painter. Which part of, your, of the paint are you? That's already ego, you know. We can find the... We we all little paint on the canvas and we find it will look better on the canvas, but we are all part of the same picture, you know. Yes, we do have a different job. The Jewish people are supposed to do the temple in Jerusalem. They're supposed to be there, that land that everybody fighting about. You know, you have the golden yarmulke on there. Okay, what it used to be, if you remove the golden yarmulke, you build the old structure that used to be 2,000 years ago, was the holy temple. So... All nations, 7.2 billion people used to nourish light from that specific place, but only the Kohanim, the Jewish Kohanim could go there. The Jew could not go there, only the Jewish Kohanim. And they could go there and with meditation so strong. You know, people people try to find this new weapon of how to communicate in, 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 in Egypt with a sound right now. That's a new thing. Stop. Tell people to stop. Because that's make whatever they found powerful. So it's an idol. You've been fooled. If it makes God strong, you don't need to find anything. You found God. Because God can make the thing which is illogical to work. Now, when you try to understand the logic behind the communication that the Egyptian in the pyramid tried to do, that's with God. You are out. <laughs> I don't know if you understand me, but I hope you do. I hope you do. You gotta include God in everything. You gotta include the Creator in everything. You gotta create. You gotta create a consciousness and awareness that God is ruling it, and because God wanted that way, and you go with it, it's go well. There is no good day or bad day. There is a God day, meaning God created that day. If you connect to that day in the right way, according to the frequency of God, which means sharing and giving and loving, which means I'm not going to think only about my need, my, my myself all day long. Then you can communicate with that frequency of energy that call God. So that's the mitzvah. Anyway. Here also God remind us that when we walk in the desert, it was nothing that can hurt us. It was amazing. Now we know that desert, desert, is a place of nothing is going on there. According to the Zohar, the desert itself is basically the place where the negativity survives, where the negativity is there all the time. But here, it seems that the Bnei Israel, that the Israelites walk to the desert, nothing happening to them. The dress stayed the same, the sandals stayed the same, 
because we know in an illogical way. Don't try to understand it. Try to believe in it. Because when you try to understand that, you connect to it. It's good, but it's the brain. When you try to believe in it, you're opening your heart. Now, how can you do both? Well, that's an art. If you have both, that's a master level. A master can be understanding and feel it. A beginner, only feel it. A beginner who turns into egomaniac, only understand it. A master connect those two forces, the ego part and the belief part. And that's get to be the master. We call it Yedi'a ve'emunah. Not we call it, I'm sorry. Rabbi Yehuda Ashlag, the Baal Asulam, the one who wrote the commentary on the, on the, on the Zohar, call it Emunah ve'yedi'a. A knowledge and a belief system. We're going to get to that level. We're going to get to that level. But what we need more in this universe is belief system. Because the belief system coming from all the chasadim, the belief system coming from light of mercy, the, the knowledge system coming from light of wisdom, so light of wisdom is more attractive. You look smart, there is ego involved, you're important, and so on and so on. Belief system, you know, people usually believe you don't look great on them. And that's true also because animal kingdom is in the level of believing. Human are not in the level of believing. We're supposed to know and to believe. We need to have two levels. That's what makes us human. So it's not enough to you, for you to believe. That's animal kingdom. You need to know as well. But unfortunately, a lot of time when people are busy only Knowing they act like a beast, they act like animal. It's not enough just to kind of believe. You need to change believing and knowing and combine them both. If you just know, you're going to be a cold person because you're only going to go by rules and regulation. If you only believe, you're going to be like an animal because you're going to go after your whatever attracted you, whatever is uh, injected into your nurse, into your pores, into something. So it's difficult. It's difficult. Now, if you can have both, that's a master level. That's, that's where every person want, want to get to. Now, if you're afraid to get hurt, use your logic, but it will not get you far. It will, it will make you safe. You're going to make a lot of great decisions, but you're not going to experience those decisions. Now, if you only make feeling, you can experience everything, but nothing going to last because there is no logic in it. So you got to, you gotta play with it, you know. You gotta, you gotta play with it a little bit. That's that's what it's saying here. It's, 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 it's tough. So the Torah is continued. It says, look at that in verse eleven, in chapter eight. Okay, it says something which I don't know why it's keep repeating it. Ishamer lecha, be careful. Pin tishkach et Hashem elokecha. Be careful not to forget God, the one who created you. Lebelti shamor. So you're not going to keep, that's what uh, it's saying. Mitzvotav is mitzvot, is rules, is regulation that I'm commending you here today. Now, it doesn't sound very attractive when somebody likes to rebel. But what does that mean to rebel? Why do we always like to rebel? And we want to rebel against what exactly? If we don't believe that there is a force that created us, then we're going to start praying into all kinds of things. And have some hope. Now, people, it's a good thing. You know, leader, guru, rabbi, priest, it's, it's all nice. But the people, they're not here forever. They, they're nice. God bless them. 
You know, I met many rabbis, many famous speakers, many wonderful achievers. It's good. It's good. But your best friend should be God. But he only can be your friend if you understand that you're talking to your creator. In the moment you lost that side and you start calling God your friend, then it's not God you're talking to. Somebody's fooling you. Because to get to God friendship level, which only Moses got to, one human, one, one human only, as it mentioned in the Torah. To get to that level, you have to have something called ira. You have to get to a level of fear and awe. Most people believe that to get closer to God, you only need love. No. If love can be so risky that you can love the wrong thing, how many, how many times love misled you? You love the wrong people. You love the wrong food. You love the wrong drugs. Love can be deceiving. That's all before love. You have yira. In yira, yira, the word yira meaning an awe. But if you go to your eye and understand the Yira, the Yira has three levels. As it's saying, like the mouth of Sefer the first Yira, Yira is a fear. You're afraid that something will happen to you, so you fear God. The second level is you worry what's going to happen to you after you die. So you behave well here, not because you're a great person, because you said, you know what, there is heaven and hell. Let me save myself. The third one is because I know that the ruler run everything here, even my thought. So how can I not respect something like that? And it's written there that only for the third person will be rewarded with the true ability to love God. So if you feel you love God before you went to that three level, or if you think you went to that three level and you loudly speak, oh, well, I've been there, I'm on three level, then you're definitely not there. When you go to that three level, you're no longer talking about those three levels. You are actually fighting them every day. But when you get from time to time to the top, even if you stay there for two and a half minutes, ah, and then when you feel God pulling you to be able to love, that level is the highest you can get. And that's why this parasha is saying, please be careful not to forget. Why is he telling us not to forget? He should say to us, please remember. Why say not to forget? What kind of language is that? Because not to forget is more like a warning. Remind you is more like um, motivation. I'm asking you to remember that. I'm asking you not to forget. It's a warning. So when you leave in a warning sign, it makes you more in fear and awe and respect. And through that, you achieve the love that God want to give you. And God wants you to feel. And God wants you to give you the second gift, which is the hardest one to give to a person who's not ready, is the ability to love God back. Many people are trying to find all kind of logic about God. If you found that logic, you're not into love. Because something you understand, it cannot be something that you love. <laughs> uh, I wish I could explain that to you. Love is not an explainable thing. It's, it's love. It's, there's no rules in love. Why there is no rules? Because those of you study Kabbalah a little bit deeper than, than me and with me, there is something called tzimtzum, contraction. Basically, when the light tried to create, or I should say try, the light created this world, it had to contract. There was a contraction, meaning no light, 
a darkness that in that place will be creation of this world because it's an illusion. So the light of mercy is the light that didn't go under the rules of contraction. So what is the light of mercy? Love. What is the light of wisdom, the original light? And awe. So the love, you know, that we feel, that that force, you have to define what is exactly, okay? Not to fall, guys. Not to fall. I think I talked too much about this subject. If you have questions, don't be shy um, to ask me. Yeah. So, and again, in in a verse uh, seven, in uh, in uh, verse seven, chapter I mean chapter nine, verse seven, also is telling you, please remember and don't forget. It's all thing. Remember, don't forget. Love, but don't forget. So. You can see that what builds you is more the fear, it's the awe. Everybody looking for the, the partner to love them. Uh, do you respect your partner? No. Why? And they will answer because they don't love me enough. They don't show me love. They don't give me flower. I don't know. They don't respect me. They don't tell me I'm a good man. All those words are not the reason. The reason that I'm not working on building my temple from within, that I will be able to respect myself. I don't need you to respect me so I can respect me. Otherwise, I'm broken. And if I'm depending on you to build me, it's not going to work. So for that reason, don't forget. And we continue. And he's talking about what happened in the golden calf. And he admitted he broke the tablet here. In another place, he said that the tablet fell. Then he said, I was crying to God 40 days and 40 nights for you. Didn't eat, didn't drink. I pray for Aaron, he said. I took the golden calf and I grinded. After that, you did again what you did. And I prayed to God again. And the 40 day and the 40 night seemed to repeat themselves. Many times in uh, Zohar and Kabbalah, we say that if a person want to change, it depends on if he can, she or he can keep it for 40 days, not doing or doing a certain thing. And then the famous verse that most people ask. Moses is convincing God not to arm the Israelite by saying, I'm afraid, God, that they will say, you get those people out of Egypt and you are not capable to bring them to Israel. Why is God We'll go for it. Why will God go for the idea that Moses is trying to say your name will not be great among the nation, among the people? And the idea is God doesn't try to make it difficult to believe in him. 
the force, God, the divine, the light. I want to make it easy for us to believe. Sometimes we are falling. Everybody fall. If you didn't fall, you didn't grow. If you didn't fall, you would not appreciate the time that you score well. And the idea is, Moses said to God, we need to make people believe in you, to reveal you. The only way that God can reveal itself is with the amount of belief system that we're collecting. As it says, where the great is the nation, the great the glory of the king. That's what it's written. Meaning if we are not bringing more people to believe, we cannot reveal the glory of God. It's all about the amount of people. It's all about the amount of people. That's why, even as my friend teach me, even in the Quran, it says there is a big sin to kill a person who is a believer. It doesn't matter what religion they believe, but a believer cannot be killed. Because if you believe in God, you cannot be killed. So whoever tell you that in Islam it's okay to kill, it's a lie. The Quran is against it. That's not true. Many people misleading people because they don't read the Quran, but they should. And as we continue, then he's talking about the tabernacle, the tablet, the second tablet. And um, and he comes to verse 12 in chapter 10. I think it's chapter 10. Let me see that I'm not misleading you. One second. Chapter 10, yes. Chapter 10. In verse 12. And that's what it's written. One of my favorite section in the Torah. Israel and now Israel. What is God asking from you? I'm only asking you to be either afraid, either in awe, or either in respect. Can you imagine? All what we talk in the beginning, it's here. If you want to know how to start your spiritual connection, don't, don't talk to me about love. Don't talk to me about, I, I'm here to love God. It's all right. It's okay, you don't have to. But tell me what you need to do. Respect. If you don't have respect, if you're not capable to have respect toward the divine, you know, I was asked one time to be a chazan, to be a, to pray in, uh, in the street after my mom passed away in Petr Tikva. And uh, that place is, uh, is Jewish people that come from Kurdistan and Kazakhstan. And Azerbaijan. So it was a group of people, group of men, and for them, there the man is very strong and very special and very loving and aggressive. And you're not allowed to pray to God if your sleeve are, are not covered. And I had, I had a, 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 just a short shirt. So they have next to when you go to pray, they give you like only the sleeve. You put it on. And I thought it was cute. It's not about you know modesty and being. It was cute because. 
It's almost not physical. It's remind you who you're praying to. It's not a conversation just with the human being. It's a conversation with the one who can make every decision that you can imagine. Just like that, in front of you. So you say, but I Israel and, and now the Israelites, what does God want from you? Just ira. Just ira. Et Hashem elokech alalech b'kol adachav. And then to walk in his path and his journey. And then love him. He starts ira. First ira and then love. So in this pasuk, in verse 12, is actually the old Torah. Lishmor et mitzvot Hashem. To do all the mitzvot. And to remind yourself that everything around you is God. Nothing, nothing is not God. And then he say, remove the foreskin on your heart. And remember that. So, so what is the, the Torah is, is teaching us here? Um, to get to a level that we understand everything belongs to God, but more than that, more than that, another part, another part that is very, very important, it say in uh, in uh, verse uh, 10, I think it's chapter 11, that land, that you're going to, meaning Israel, or at that time it's called the land of Canaan, the Canaanite, it's not like the land of Egypt. What is the land of Egypt? Ah, Egypt was the land of the bread of shame. What is the land of the bread of shame? In Egypt, everything is for free. There was no process. You want a soulmate? Soulmate. Money? Money. That was Egypt. Egypt consciousness, meaning I want it, I'm getting it. I don't want to work for it. I don't want to earn. I don't want to earn nothing. Now, if you ask the generation right now, what do you think? That seems like it's going to give birth to a good people. Let me tell you. Unfortunately, I hope I'm wrong what I'm about to tell you. Usually, easy time. Give birth. Not to easy people. And not easy people. Giving birth to not easy time. I cannot speak too much about it. But what I'm trying to say. Egypt consciousness is called a direct order chokhmah, meaning a light that comes directly without you earning it at all. And if you didn't earn something, you cannot enjoy. You can have all the money, all the love, the best body, the best everything, but you're not going to get fulfilled because the vessel is broken. Why is it broken? Because if you remember the word contraction I used before, the tzimtzum I used before, those vessels that was created in the beginning broke, fell to the dark side. And every time that I try to get what I want, I'm trying to fulfill that little piece that was broken. And I try to have it as mine, but it will not last because it's a piece of a big vessel that we have to collect together and to put it together. Now we collect that by not going after what I want and how can I get it right now? Not food, not sex, not Pride, not nothing. To be able to maintain my capability to say no to myself. We get greater and greater to say no to others. 
But we need to learn immediately how to say no to me. Because this me sometimes, ooh, you have so much chutzpah to take what you want. You gotta let him, hey, relax. You cannot just be selfish. That's what he's telling you. You cannot, when you go to Israel, even today, Israel is called Kabbalah Pchina Dalet, meaning the, it's a center of energy. It's like a magnet that take all the energy down. That's what Israel, Jerusalem is the center of all the desire. So what happened? It said there, Meaning, just light flowing down, and there's nothing that reflected back. You're just taken. It's the pyramid, look like a pyramid. You know, on top there is this little corner, and then all that light go be me, me, and myself. All about me. So, that energy was working for the Egyptians. It was the worship of the body, the worship of the me and myself, and the right now. Israel is different. That's why it's called the land of Canaan. Canaan, as the Hasidim said, Rabbi Eli Melech, Levi Yitzchak Mibirbichov, Zerakodesh, Rabbi Naftali Birovshitz, you know, they all say, the land of Canaan from the word Kenia, Kenia means to surrender, is the land that only the one who surrender their uh, uh, identity, that they are, uh, a lot of time we feel like we are not part of God, we are, on our own, that's part is to be surrendered. And only you can be done in Eretz Israel. Only can be done in Israel. That's why the only tikkun for Adam Arishon, the only tikkun you can fix Adam Arishon, the what we call Pchinadalet, is only in, in Israel, when you're in Israel. So just be aware, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it, it's a little too much Kabbalah. I want to give it Pshat, I want to give it simple. <clears throat> I think it will be more fun this way. So, last thing before I let you go, I know we all need to breathe a little bit, and I was already too long. Yeah. Let's say, when you eventually get Israel as a gift, as an inherited from, from God, you want to make sure that people will not get jealous after all. The land of Israel, if you look at it physically, it doesn't make any sense. Nobody even asked that question. What people fighting for? People fighting for this little piece of land. I mean, there's so much more the same around. I mean, after all, before the Jewish people arrived to Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv was nothing. It was a swamp. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the people, there's no choice. You got to build, you got to live somewhere. So sometimes, you know, desperation give birth to, ex- to inspiration. So that's what happened. But anyway... When you live in the land of Israel, you have to surrender yourself. And if you don't surrender yourself, you're not, you're not going to get it. It's just, uh, and if you're not surrender, somebody else will get jealous. Why are you living there? And that's why to take you uh, out of there. That's what the Torah want to tell us. So what can we do that there is stop the war and the bloodshed and the jealousy? Three times a year, three times a year, we have to go to Aratzofim or Arazetim. And look at the Temple Mount. And to say, Hashem, God, I miss you. Now, if you cannot say, Hashem, I miss you, say, God, I don't miss you, but I want to miss you, but I don't know where to stop. If you cannot say that, go and look at the Temple Mount and say, God, 
I'm supposed to say, I don't miss you so I can miss you, but I'm not. I'm supposed to say, I miss you, but I'm not. So I don't feel anything, but I would like to feel something so I know what I'm talking about. All pray will be accepted if you just go there and connect to that. Three times a year. Now, if you cannot treat, do three times a year, let's say you're busy and it's too much, do once a year. Once a year you go there. One of the best times to go, you know, some say Passover, some say Shavuot, you know, or Sukkot. You know, for each person is different. The first holiday is coming is Sukkot. You can do the Sukkot, you know. I want to wish you a great evening. I'm sorry I could not be with you. Uh, I still have the, I have the COVID 2022 here in my room. So I, I want to give you a little bit of Vartora from here. Uh, I couldn't do it with the camera. But I want to wish you uh, all well and good. And uh, let's keep the connection together. Sorry for New York uh, team. I know we were supposed to arrive this week, but God has a different plan. So I guess we're going to see you in one and a half week. All the best. Thank you.